The Cambridgeshire Midweek Football Show on Cambridge 105 Radio with the Cambridgeshire Football Association promoting football at all levels across the city and South Cambridgeshire. Hello, good evening and welcome along to the Cambridgeshire Football Show Midweek providing you with your weekly football fix here on Cambridge 105 Radio. Well, this manager malarkey is easy, isn't it? United making it three wins on the bounce last night against Scunthorpe. Uh, another impressive victory with Mark Bonner at the helm as interim head coach. Harry Jones joins me in the studio. It's easy, this isn't it, Harry? <laughs> this manager, manager, this Bonds has done has done pretty well so far, hasn't he? Yeah, you could, you could say that. I mean... Looking at uh, the way the user played in the past few, obviously the few games under Bonner, I think uh, there's been such a difference in play and the way the way the user been playing, and it's been a lot more positive. And even at the back, it's been a lot more uh, quick and concise and tidy at the back. Watching them play, I mean, the fact that they went and got uh, another clean sheet last night just adds to the great result at the weekend and the week before. So seems like the ship's been steadied and the players look like they're actually playing for the for each other now. You giving him the job? No. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, but no. We'll come on to that a bit more <laughs> later on. Let's hear from Mark Bonner, who's just been completely dismissed of having any chance to come tonight job by Harry. Um, we'll come on to the reasons as why later on. Sorry, but this, <laughs> this is Mark talking after the scumful match last night, a 2-0 victory for the U's, and this was his post-match press conference. Yeah, who knows where the U's will end up with Mark Bonner as interim head coach. Now they're on this fantastic run of three straight wins. Who knows? Well, Tim Armitage joins us on the line now. And firstly, Tim, kudos to you for heading up to Scunthorpe on a very, very cold, very cold Tuesday evening. Another great win, though. Another great win for the U's. And it seems remarkable how... <laughs> we'll come on to this more specifically in a minute, how the players can change from, from under yeah. Colin but under, Bonner, under Bonner. But whatever he's done, it seems to be working. And three wins on the bounce now for the first time this season. Yeah, I mean, it, it is almost unbelievable. I mean, he's he's gone back to basics. He's given us some wits on the pitch. He's got people playing in the positions they prefer to play in. And for whatever reason, they've responded, you know, to, they've responded to that in a very, very positive way. And, and what you're seeing now, it's not it's not necessarily the prettiest football. And, and certainly at Newport, we rode our luck. But, you know, you deserve it sometimes. But you can't argue with the results. Three wins out of three, as you say, the first time it's happened this season. And, you know, yesterday, I mean, Scunthorpe weren't a great side. Um, you know, they're kind of short of ideas. Say that again. Uh, and they're kind of going downhill themselves. Um, but, you know, we never looked in any danger of even drawing that game. We were always going to be the team that scored goals. Um, and, uh, you know, the second second goal came at the right moment and we, you know, we finished the game comfortably. And it was, uh, you know, it was, a, it was a great performance, a great team performance and good luck to him and good luck to everyone else, um, you know, especially in the light of the announcements that were made. Mm. And another sort of gritty, determined away performance, similar to the one so far. I know the Colchester game was at home, but against Colchester, it was a sort of similar display because of the run Colchester had been on. Again, similar against Newport on Saturday. It'll be interesting to see now, perhaps coming up against Bradford this weekend, how the U's might play, whether Bonner will want to take the attack to Bradford a bit more. In terms of the players, though, Tim, I think you mentioned to me when we were chatting um, off-air on the way to a game um, a week or so ago about how you, you can't really trust these players. They've, their work rate and energy has gone through the roof, it seems, from yeah. the eye, since Bonner has taken over. And similarly under Joe, they stopped playing at the start of the season, and, and under Colin as well. 
is it is it down to this group of players specifically? I I I don't know. Is this, I mean, I just the the thing is, and, and and other people are commenting on this on social media, and I think I think it's a fair comment. Is that you know whatever else was going wrong at any stage in the club over the last three years, the one thing you expect from professional footballers is that they put a shift in. You know, not 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 whether they like the manager or don't like the manager, whether they agree with the manager or don't agree with the manager. As a professional footballer, surely you pride yourself in putting in a professional performance. And whether it's for the manager or not, or whether it's for the fans, they pay money to see that, and they don't want to see people who can't be bothered playing football. Now, I'm not saying that's that's uh, I'm not saying that's what they've done all along, but there have been times when you've looked and thought, you know, there's there's just no trying here. They're not trying to win a game, and yet when you look at them now, the big the biggest change, and I know you know it may be that changing the changing the uh, positions we're playing in, changing the the tactics of of how the team wants to play suddenly inspires them enough. But the biggest difference is the amount of work that's going into it, the fact that we're getting to the ball first, the fact that we're marking back, the fact that we're running round and looking for those openings has just made a, a massive difference. And I kind of look at it and think, you know, I'm, I'm not sure that's a, that's a professional attitude. And if, it, if this was a one-off, but if you looked what happened at the end of Derry's reign, and, and as you said, at the end of Dunn's reign, it was kind of the same thing. Now, okay, the, the manager's or the head coach's job is to motivate the team, and if he fails to do that, he has to carry the can, which, you know, each manager has done that in the ultimate way by losing their job. But I think somebody's got to ask that question, and certainly, you know, plenty of fans on social media are asking that question. You know, is that what we expect from the players that uh, are playing in a Cambridge shirt? And does it come down to the type of player you recruit as well? Is this something that you have to look for when you sign a player? I know when we speak to Lance Gee, Tim Hister manager, he often talks about making sure the player he brings into the club is the right person for the team. And I guess this is an example of that. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess, you know, it's complicated by the fact that you want a player that can play, you know, uh, that, that can play at the standard you need. And yeah, the, anybody who joins a team has to be a team player. You know, it doesn't. It doesn't. It never works longer term if you if you're not prepared to play for the team, um, and especially you know, I, uh, let's have no illusions about you know where we are. We're at the bottom end of the football league, and you know the the, the players who are playing not just at Cambridge but the players who play at you know many of the clubs in this league are one step away from non-league football, and I, I don't mean that in a horrible way. I've just that's the reality of where they are. So you'd think that they'd be wanting to impress at all times on the fact that, you know, they are just that one step away, one, you know, one transfer away from playing National League football. And again, I'm not knocking National League football, but you'd think they'd be wanting to put that effort in all the time, um, you know, especially those that seem to have got upset about not playing games. You know, if it's not the way to it's not the way to win anyone over by not putting the effort in when you get on the pitch. So, I, it, you know, it's. Just it's just an oddity that you know the thing that the thing that you really notice has changed is, is the effort, and that should be the one thing that shouldn't be inconsistent within this team because you're a professional footballer. Well, there was a statement released yesterday by the club on behalf of Paul Barry saying the club are going to take their time with the announcement over a new head coach and Mark Bonner will take charge of the side on an interim basis in the meantime. So Bonds is getting a bit more time to prove his worth. Tim, is this just telling us that it's a, an audition and go get the job, Bonds? 
<laughs> it's, it, it's really interesting. I mean, <laughs> the, the, I, we said we said when 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 Bonner took Buzz took over for this for this round of uh, you know interim managership that it, the difficulty he's got is having employed Joe Dunn um, like this for the last time and then Joe Dunn not working out. I think it's harder for Bonds to prove that he can do the job because I think they're going to be very wary of employing from within uh, and getting it wrong the second time. So uh, you could argue, and I, you know, I don't know the truth of what's gone on, whether there was an appointment that seemed to have gone through. Um, and I think everyone was expecting Rust to be announced as the manager. That's not happened. Um, now, whether that's because it was all speculation and nothing was happening, whether it's not worked out, or whether they've taken a step back and said, you know, is Russ the right person for the job? Or whether they've taken a step back and said, you know, actually, three, three, two, two wins, then three wins. You know, perhaps there's something on here. And I think, you know, whatever it is, it is a golden opportunity for Bonds to, you know, if he can keep this up. And, you know, we're not going to win every game between now and the end of the season. Um, although if we did, we'd probably come second in the league by my reckoning. But that's a, <laughs> that's a separate point. Uh, you know, we're not. And, you know, and I think the next two games are, are going to be really telling because you could argue that, you know, Newport, we've, you know, we've always struggled against, but they weren't a great side. Colchester, you know, unbeaten in 16. So they were, uh, that was a good win. But, you know, Bradford and then um, Plymouth coming up, those are two really, really quality games. And, you know, we'd certainly, before before this happened, we would have really, really struggled. So I think it's key as to how we get on at that. And there is going to come a point where if he keeps getting these results, he is going to be difficult to ignore. He's, you know, he's a nice, nice bloke, um, but potentially too nice. But the, the players seem to like him. Um, and they seem to respond to him, and he seems to be tactically better than, you know, managers we've had. He, you know, he, he understands. We we criticise Calderwood for substitutions. What's the point in bringing Dallas on for five minutes? You know, and uh, my my answer was always very little. You know, look at his substitutions. His substitutes score goals when they come on. So you know that that that's always a good thing. I think going back to the way the way that we can play as a side and playing dunk now at the back coming up and playing Leon Davis wide. And, you know, they, it looks like a side that can move around and score. Now, sure, it helps that we've just brought, you know, Mullen in and we've got uh, El Mazumi uh, and uh, um, Adebayajo. You know, they're, they're, they're good quality players. And we haven't, you know, we haven't seen Coker or Croker, I can't remember his name is now, yet. But, you know, bringing those players in has certainly helped, but there is there's a cohesion that wasn't there before, and certainly the effort that wasn't there before. So if if, if he's genuinely bringing that out of them, then you know we'll see because it won't just be the short term manager bounce; it'll be a longer term thing. And if he gets seven or eight games before they're starting to make a decision about what they're doing next, you know, if he can win five of those and get a point out of at least one of the others, he's going to make it very difficult to be ignored. Joe Dunn's first three games in charge, though, Tim, were a 3-2 victory against Chesterfield, 3-1 over Grimsby and 1-0 over Notts County. And I know there's arguments to say that Joe wasn't backed in the in the summer. And at the time, if you think back to the time, we both said that perhaps it was the wrong call to, to get rid of Joe Dunn um, at the time or, or we weren't too happy with, with the, the, the dismissal. 
Um, and now we're in a similar position now where Bonds has won three games and we're saying give him the job. But we've got to be careful that we're not perhaps making the same mistakes as we have before. Yeah, absolutely. And I think if 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 there's if they are contemplating Bonds for it, this is the best thing to do is to just put the brakes on everything else and just say, OK, well, go on. You've got 13 games left, I think it is. Let's see what you can do with it. And I think if he's not if he's not carrying this on five games from now, that's when they'll you know go to the alternate plan and bring someone in so that they've got a few games before the end of the season. But I think it's you know it's good for Bonds. I think I'd like to think they're giving him a shot, whether that's just you know the way it's turned out or whether that's a deliberate mm. thing. I don't know, but. You know, he, he, well, you can't argue with three wins from three. You can argue if he, those are his last three wins and he doesn't win anything from now on, that manager bounce and, and it was all great while it lasted. But, uh, you know, no thanks, we'll, we'll move on to somebody else. If he does five, if he does six, if he gets, you know, you know probably another ten points out of the next four, game, five games, six games, then, you know, he's made a real case for himself, especially if he can keep us playing football that looks like it might be going somewhere um you know we've we've looked really good at times under different managers um but what we've always lacked is that consistency and if you can bring that you know we know this team can win games so you know let's 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 bring it on and see what happens this discussion will run and run and we'll be talking about it i'm sure on saturday in the studio tim for the cambridge football show at 12 harry you said bonds shouldn't get the job why do you think that? <laughs> I think it, it first of all goes down to just the, the I just have the new manager bounce in my head. You you got to think about it because it, it always happens, doesn't it? A manager steps in, like a interim manager or a coach steps in and uh, takes control, and it all seems good uh, for like a short term notice, but. It's the curse of it. As soon as they get appointed full time, that's when it <laughs> all seems to fall apart, doesn't it? So where well, it happened, uh, sort of happened with Man U, didn't it? With uh, Oli after mm-hmm. after appointing Oli, they uh, sort of well weren't obviously performing as well as they were before. So and Joe Dunn had a, was appointed as in, uh, as permanent or sorry interim to go over an interim at a similar time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, as Bonds have this time. Yeah, um, I think you've got to go and try and find someone who is more proven and can prove that they can move the club on to where, where the club wants to be because obviously Cambridge United are looking at a lot sort of like a long-term rebuilding sort of process with the new stadium plans and they're obviously looking at going forward and you want to bring in a manager who you think can lead them in that direction and sort of, I know it sounds crazy, but push on for maybe even a playoff spot because looking at the way uh, the years have been playing, you'd argue that if they'd been playing this way for the last two months, then playoffs is definitely in sight. Mm. So um, I think you've got to look at someone who you can see can realistically push the club to go as far as it possibly can and get the best potential out of the players, like sort of Bonner is doing now, but uh, you, n- you don't know how, how long it's going to last. No, you certainly don't. One thing we don't know how much is going to last, how long is going to last as well, is the goalkeeping competition the U's currently have between Callum Burton and Dimi Mitov. Let's hear from Callum Burton now talking after last night's match about waiting patiently for his opportunity. Bonds gave me the chance a few weeks ago to come in and sort of show what I can do and I'm obviously grateful for that and I want to repay his confidence in me. But yeah, it's, I, I never really think of it as anybody's got the number one shirt. i just got to 
take it from game to game and do well in the week and just I see every sort of Friday team selection as I could be in or out so that's sort of how I want to keep it. Yeah it must be difficult for you as a keeper you know you just got to bide your time and, and just wait for your opportunity and you know, grab the shirt when you can. Yeah no one tells you that when you're 10 and you decide to be a keeper <laughs> but, um, no it's yeah it's, you've just got to sort of be as good a professional as you can and sort of you know that you'll get a chance at some point and you've just got to be ready for it so obviously the six sort of six months that i've been back in dimmy up i've been working and making sure that i'm ready because i knew a sort of chance like this would come um and yeah i just want to help the team as much as i can by keeping clean sheets and trying to get us points on the board tim with callum burton and dimmy meetoff at the club is this the best collective pair of keepers you've seen battling out for that number one spot for some time um, yeah, I think the the two of them together are you know they are going to compete. Each each has their own you know I think their own areas where they could be stronger. Um, so I think you know they'll drive each other forward. Um, so I, I, I think I think it's a good thing. I think for me, I think it was the right choice. I think it, Burton it inspires a little bit more confidence in the back four he's a, he's a bit more positive you do hear him shouting from time to time which is something you never heard with uh, with Mitoff but uh, I, I think it's close and I think you know both of them can do an okay job I think at the moment it's working for Burton so you know good for him he gets his chance and uh, gets, uh, gets an opportunity to prove himself for the rest of the season The Cambridgeshire Midweek Football Show on Cambridge 105 Radio with the Cambridgeshire Football Association promoting football at all levels across the city and South Cambridgeshire well, Cambridge City, they made it through to the final of the Cam's Invitation Cup last night after defeating Sermtown Rangers 1-0. Defender Seb Simpson joins us on the phone to discuss it. Now, thanks for coming on the show, Seb. No worries. Good evening. How are you doing? You good, mate? Yeah, not bad, you? Yeah, very well, thank you. You must be delighted, delighted to make it through to the final. The season hasn't been, I guess, how everyone's wanted it to go so far, but a, a possibility of now picking up some silverware. Yeah, I feel it was good that we won last night. Trying to get some silverware, especially that they beat us last week as well. And yeah, it just hasn't been great this season. So hopefully, we can win as many games as we can towards the end of the season. Get a chance to win some silverware as well. Yeah, you lost two one to to Soham a week before last week. Did you did you learn much from that game at all and take it into last night? Yeah, we know a difficult team. We knew it. every every game's going to be hard at this level, but yeah, I just feel like our performances haven't shown in our results lately, and I feel like our luck is starting to turn now. And then we're on a two-game win, and hopefully, I'll pick up. Yeah, we'll come on to the the form in just a little bit. Isaac Maynard scored the the goal, which took you into the into the final, and played well on Saturday as well in the in the midfield three with Luke Knight and Tom Wood. That was against Sudbury on the weekend. Do you feel there's a real basis in there of a really good a really good midfield that could take the side forward? Yeah, they're, they're all top boys. They can all play higher. They're all good, honest boys. And yeah, they just start to gel. Um, and yeah, we just really start to get a bit of confidence in the, in the team now. In terms of the, the final, said March Town, it'll be who you'll play in the final, aside low down in the, in the Eastern Counties, Division North. What are your, your thoughts against that match coming up towards the end of this season? Yeah, well, I, I don't really know much about. I don't think I've actually ever played Marchtown. Um, but yeah, I feel I back ourselves to have a real good chance to win. So yeah, we'll go out there full of confidence and hopefully we can bring some silverware back. 
How much has the the cup been almost like a nice distraction this season? I'd imagine because, as I said at the start of the interview, winning, winning hasn't really been easy in the league campaign and um, this season. But has the cup provided a nice sort of break for the side, a a, dist- a nice distraction in a way? Yeah, it's been it's been nice. Um, it's been a chance for some of the other boys that's been on the fringes of the first team to get in to get some minutes in, and um, we've done well. We've done well in the cup, and um, yeah, just hopefully we can push on now, get some silverware. And of course, silverware is what every every footballer wants. So you'll be uh, really hoping to to take that opportunity in the final. In terms of this weekend, though, Seb, you take on Great Wakering Rovers. It's two wins on the bounce. Now the win against Sudbury on Saturday, of course, the win last night in the cup semi final. A chance to make it three this weekend. How important is it to to build on those last couple of wins? Yeah, confidence is high now in the team. Um, we really started to gel as a team, and um, we've not been playing bad. I don't feel. It's just putting, just getting on the right end of the results. Um, just cutting out silly mistakes, and we'll look forward to Saturday full of confidence. Great Ray Cricket, I think they beat us at home, so we're looking to get a bit of revenge from them. <laughs> for sure, make it three wins on the bounce. Yeah, it was a 4 2 victory for Great Wakering Rovers last time at Bridge Road. We also said last time when you defeated Romford 1 0 a few games ago that hopefully it's a, a chance to, to build on it and, and couldn't quite do it then. Why do you think it's been tricky to sort of try and find that consistency this season? You mentioned you feel like you've hit your groove now. Why do you think, or what has what has been the difference to to making that consistency come in the last couple of games, as opposed to what it was like before? I think um, it's been quite hard going into a new league, not knowing um, what's expected. Um, we've had a lot of high player turnover, um, but uh, we've just been able to uh, keep the same together. So we've been together now since really Christmas we haven't really made much changes and I think we're just finding our feet now really so yeah finding our feet and getting confident and is that the aim as well Seb just lastly just to, to try and build and, and and make the squad complete for, for next season because <laughs> probably say that promotion or playoffs are, are not achievable this campaign and you try and look to try and find some form so you can start next season really well well of course we want to end the season as high as we can we want to go out there and win as many games as we can but if we get on a seven, I still believe if we if we win, like if we get on a seven uh, game run or something, win, we we'll see we'll see where we end up. Well, fingers crossed, Seb. Thanks very much for joining yeah. us, and all the best for the weekend against Great Roking Rovers. Thank you. Cheers. Seb Simpson there talking Cambridge City. Slight dodgy reception. Managed to, to hear the majority of, uh, of what he was saying. City in action against Great Wakering Rovers this weekend. They're through to the Cameras Invitation Cup final, though. A 1-0 victory against Sermtown Rangers last night. It's March Town in the final for them. We'll be speaking from their camp in just a little bit. The Cambridgeshire Midweek Football Show on Cambridge 105 Radio with the Cambridgeshire Football Association promoting football at all levels across the city and South Cambridgeshire. Right then, let's go back to local football and March Town. They are the other team in the final of the Cam's Invitation Cup. They beat high opposition Newmarket Town last night and they'll have to repeat the feat against Cambridge City if they want to get their hands on the on the trophy. Manager Aaron Duke joins us on the line now. Thanks for coming on the show, Aaron. No problem. Good evening. Yeah, you good, mate? Yeah, not bad, thank you. Very good. Good, good. What a what a win for your boys last night. You must have been delighted. Everything seemed to, to go against you in many ways. You you rested your, your top goal scorers, Craig Gillies and Jack Friend. You had a man sent off after half an hour and you managed to beat higher opposition 2-0. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't a bad night, was it? Um, <laughs> no, um, it was a, it was an opportunity to give Craig and uh, Jack 
a rest, but we still knew we had enough strength with the squad we've got, and it's and it was proven in the end. They've, they've worked really hard, um, and they've got the result, and they deserve that result. Yeah, I saw your your tweet on social media, basically saying that uh, justifying your decision to rest. Them. Did you did you cop a bit of stick for for resting uh, the two top goal scorers? If we hadn't won, I'm sure. But um, no, it, it's 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 worked, and I'm pleased with it because the lads deserve that. Um, and Jack's come off the bench and got the winner as well. So it, it was a, a perfect night, to be fair. <laughs> Certainly was. And how big is this for for Marchtown? First time in the final since 1991. Just give an indication of how big this is for the club. Well, it's, it's massive. I mean, the support we've, we've, we've got this year has been unbelievable. And they deserve a cup final and something to look forward to at the end of the season. Obviously, we've got other things to focus on as well, but that's something for the fans last night. And I hope they enjoy the day and hope we don't get a, a, a trophy at the end of it. Yeah, hopefully so for, for March. Going down to 10 men, as I mentioned as well, uh, with Taron Moxon being sent off after about half an hour. Did you have to change your, your game plan at all at that point? Um, we stuck to it. It was difficult. We got into half time and we made a made a little change, but nothing nothing too much. Again, it was the, the work rate of the lads got us through that. Um, again, credit to them. But yeah, I mean, disappointed that Tad did get sent off. I can't really argue it, and I'm sure he will agree with that. But um, yeah, the lads the lads sort of dug us out, and I'm, I think he's very grateful for them. You came in as March boss at the start of the month. You were assistant to, to Brett Welly before, and he he moved on. Has it made that transition to taking over the team as a, I guess, a, the more senior role of the club slightly easier? Yeah, um, it, we tried to keep everything just at least disruption as possible um, because we didn't want to affect anything. We're we're in we're in the promotion places. We're obviously a cup semi final last night, and we're still in a cup uh, in the league cup as well. So we've still got plenty to play for. So we didn't want to disrupt too much. And I feel we've just we've just got on with it. We've kept things simple. We haven't. We don't need to make mass changes because we've got the quality there, um, and we've kept the appointment of terms of the assistant managers within the club. So it's it's sort of been a pretty smooth transition at the moment. And were you always taking the the Cam's Invitation Cup pretty seriously when 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 Brett was in charge and, and now yourself taking over? Yeah, I mean, oh, I think we played Ainsbury and Wisbeach. So yeah, I mean, there was always going to be big games and big opportunity to go and get to a cup final. The club wants that and they deserve that and it's been a long while. So, yeah, I'm pleased we're, we're there and I hope the club enjoy the day. City in the final. <laughs> what yeah. are your thoughts on that one? Um, yeah, obviously it's a big ask, but we've been we've played teams at, the, at their level this season in the FA Cup. Um, we've done ourselves proud. Um, so, yeah, no fear. We have to just go there, no fear, and just, just play our game and... and Play the occasion. Playing at the Abbey Stadium as well, uh, Aaron, is that something that yourself have experienced so far? Is, is it something that the players have experienced before in their careers? Um, I'll be honest with you, I don't. I certainly haven't. I don't know whether some of the players have. Some of them have played at a higher level, um, but I'm, I'm not sure if they played at the Abbey. They were certainly talking about it last night. Um, <laughs> and I'm, I think they're going to enjoy it. I think there's something, something they will be pleased to be involved in, obviously, a cup final and uh, to be on a on a pro pitch is, is, a, is a big bonus as well. Yeah, how do you strike that balance between making sure the players and yourself enjoy the occasion and take it all in, but also, of course, trying to win the match? I mean, it's something we're going to have to work on. I mean, we've got plenty of football to play within the league, so we have to focus on that now. Um, but when we get to April the 7th, we will address those those issues and, and those we address the occasion, if you know what I mean. We, we'll, we'll work hard to make sure the lads are focused 
but they do get the enjoyment out of it and at the minute they're playing with a smile on the face so hopefully that continues. I say back down to reality this weekend back to bread and butter in, in the league away to Haverhill Borough is it going to be difficult to sort of come down from the, from the high of, of last night I imagine the players and yourself enjoyed a celebratory drink or two last night yeah I mean they deserve that so like I said last night I, I want them to enjoy that they, they, they've worked hard for it um, but we, we have to focus on the league we have an aim at the end of the season where we want to be pushing for promotion and I mean we have to go again Saturday we have to forget Tuesday night as such and refocus and get ourselves prepped for Saturday now which I, I believe the lads will be, will be there and focused on that game which is very very important and I asked Seb Simpson of, of City to whether the, the sort of cup had been a nice distraction for him given their league form has been pretty ropey at times this season for you it's quite the opposite your league form has been very good fifth in the division north and you say well on uh, the way to competing of course for promotion the, the cup competitions and the league form seem to have complemented each other quite nicely yeah, I mean, it's important to carry that momentum. We're winning games, um, and whether it's a cup or a league game, we, we want to win games. We're not there just to, just to make the numbers up. We want to be winning every game we play, and it's good, very good to have that momentum going into a league fixture on Saturday, and then hopefully we continue that with our league form, and then we go into these cup games and, and, and go out there and win again. It's, it's all about keeping the momentum going, because we've built, we've built it up now, and there's a confidence within the group, and they seem to be enjoying the football so it's good to see yeah well they certainly deserve to enjoy the football and enjoy last night Aaron thank you very much and of course we wish you all the best for the cup final and the promotion charge uh, for the rest of the season as well lovely thank you Aaron Duke their March Town manager on a high after last night's victory over New Market Town a 2-0 win sending them in to the final of the Cam's Invitational Cup beating higher opposition as well so they'll take on City in the Cam's Invitation Cup final Cambridge 105 Radio.